And welcome to Uncut College Park's first ever podcast. I'm your host, Evan Lynch, and we're excited to finally get our content out and hit the ground running. For those of you who don't really know who we are, Uncut is a nonprofit that inspires student-athletes to be our true selves. Student-led and athlete-driven with a commitment to authenticity, Uncut provides a platform for student-athletes to speak in a way that has not yet been seen at the collegiate level. We here at Uncut are very excited to bring you our first episode in in our series called Beneath the Shell, where we go one-on-one with our student-athletes student to dig deep into their journey of becoming a Terp. We have another member of Uncut with us, co-director of videography, Tino Qualiata. How are you doing today, Tino? I'm doing good, Evan. I'm just, I'm really excited to get this show on the road, start making content for Uncut. Um, we've been waiting a couple months now, and I'm just really excited to, to be here right now. Oh, yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm glad you could join us tonight. Um, hope, you do, hope you're safe. Hope you're doing well. Um, and that... We have a very special guest on today. Um, our first student-athlete that we're honored and grateful to have on is Maxwell Costas, first baseman and designated hitter for the University of Maryland baseball team. Thank you for joining us today, Maxwell. How are you doing? Awesome, man. I'm safe, healthy, and, you know, I actually got my homework done before I saw this. So, like, you know, this was the last thing I got to do today, so I was kind of looking forward to it. Nice, nice. And good scrimmage today. Um, Great scrimmage, actually. And, uh I think it was like a 15 inning scrimmage because like of all the pitchers that I had to throw, but you know, got in there, got our work done. And now I'm doing this. Nice. How'd you, we, got, how'd you... we got tomorrow. We have an off day tomorrow. So like I'm definitely sleeping into like 11 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. If I was at the field for how long were we at the field for? Like I got there, I got there to get some early working at 11. And I, by the time, like when I got back into the locker room after scrimmage, it was six 30. Yeah, that's that's impressive. How'd you, how'd you play today? I did great, actually. You nice. Know, went went five for eight on quality at best today. So, you know, can't ask great, for much more great, than that. It's a great it's a great day at the plate. For the people that don't know, what what do you consider a quality at bat? Like, what do you? So, guys- like a quality at bat is, is is something that is productive, right? So it doesn't even necessarily have to be a hit. Like, say you have a guy on third and there's like one out or no outs, right? Like hitting a ground ball to the second baseman that scores a run, that's a quality at bat because it was productive. Yeah. Or, you know, guy on second, like, you know, hitting a, a, f- a long fly ball to right field that moves him up to third. That's a quality at bat. Like anything that's like, you know, positively productive for the team is like considered like a good at bat. I love it. Gotcha. So how's the speaking of speaking about kind of the season? How's the season looking out to be? How's the schedule looking? So we got it. We got it. We're playing in um where is it? I think it's Greenville, South Carolina. We're playing in a minor league stadium to start the season off versus uh, Michigan State, March fifth. So you know if any, if you guys aren't doing anything and feel like driving down to South Carolina to see your old Terps, we really appreciate it. And then the, the weekend the weekend after that we have a home series actually. So. We're trying to see if we can we can get you know fans at least you know family to be able to come to the game, but you know we're kind of like just you know itching to go. It's kind of been it's literally quite literally been an entire year when we start since you know we last played. So looking forward to it. Yeah, have have they announced at all what what they're doing COVID wise? Like fans, no Not fans. Not yet. We, we I, from my understanding, we just submitted like the 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 paperwork and stuff to ask if we could have fans at the game. So, you know, fingers crossed. Do, is, do you think that's going to be like a conference 
decision, kind of like basketball. It's probably, it's probably gonna end up. It's probably gonna end up being a, a decision based on a school because school. Oh yeah. You know, if 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 Iowa is having like a lot of bad cases and stuff in their community and stuff, but you know, Rutgers is is doing good. Like, why should why should Rutgers not be allowed to have fans? You know what I'm saying? I agree with that wholeheartedly. Tina, you you agree with that? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm praying we have fans in Maryland. I mean, you guys, I'm looking forward to guys' season. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I think you're gonna be good, but yeah, I'm really hoping for fans. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've heard there's some high expectations. Max, how how do you think the team's looking this year? I I mean, since I've been here, this is probably the most the the deepest team we've had. Really, from starting pitching, relief pitching, hitting like defensively like this is probably like the most complete team we've had since I've been here at least nice well with you on the team it helps a lot I mean uh, you're you give me too much credit <laughs> I mean well what 2000 or 2021 preseason big 10 player of the year I believe um 2021 first team preseason all-american um I mean the list goes on and on with the accolades you've achieved over the last what three years I mean, kind of two with last year's kind of count getting kind of canceled. But um, yeah. So where does that where does that kind of mentality come from in terms of like where where'd your love for baseball kind of start? Um, just yeah, how'd you fall in love with baseball? I guess you know, baseball has just been it's always been a game where I kind of felt comfortable, right? Like. In, in some aspects, like, I've, I've never really had the most the, – the best self-esteem. Like, I've never had the, the best self-confidence. But, like, I've always felt comfortable in a baseball field. Like, it's always been the one place where I feel like I can just be me. Like, I don't have to worry about expectations. I don't have to worry about kind of – you know, fitting a mold or fitting an image. Like I can, like I can be whatever I want to be on a baseball field. Right. And, and I, I've played other sports. I was a, I was a three sport athlete in high school and I always just loved baseball more, to be honest. Like football was, football was fun. Basketball was fun, but baseball just completed me in a way that I didn't necessarily feel playing other sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get kind of on that field, and it's kind of your own little world there. I mm-hmm. I got that feeling from playing sports too. Um, yeah, Tina, how how do you think about that? Um, just one one question from from your answer. Um, who who was that person that that I guess maybe you could say motivated, but like put put that glove on your hand for the first time, or like oh my dad, easily, yeah. <laughs> not even a question. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, there's a, um, there's like this elementary school that's a mile and a half, two miles away from where I live in, in Baltimore City. And it has this like really like it's, it's this really big like brick wall and like the and it has pavement in front of it. So my dad used to always like take us there and like he'd take these rubber balls and he'd throw them against the wall. And that's how we practice fielding. Right, I guess, and I, now I think about now I'm thinking about it. Like right now, technically this might be vandalism, but like there were times like me and my brother would be bored, right? And we we took some spray paint and like we like spray painted like in like in a box with an X in it, 
right? And that was like the strike zone. And we play like we take a tennis ball like a like a little bat, and we just you know with other kids in the neighborhood, we just play baseball. You know, so te technically that's vandalism, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, so hopefully the administrator of that school never finds out about this interview. <laughs> so, so they don't know who ended up putting that there. But that I, even when I was, you know, whenever I go home, like during the winter, even in college, you know, I'll still go back there and like my dad will take those rubber walls, you know, throw them against the wall. And that's how I practice fielding. Like there's not many baseball fields in Baltimore city to use. And the ones that there are like, you know, they're not kept up. Like there's grass and stuff in the infield and stuff. So you got to figure out a way to do stuff. I think if the principal heard this interview, I think, I think he or she would be okay with that story. I was I out, like, you made them playing baseball in Maryland. I think you'd be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. I think it'd be, uh, be pretty, pretty honorable, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what um, what I guess kind of motivated, I mean, to get where you are, it's very tough. It's tough to play high school sports. It's tough to play college. It's really tough to play college sports. I guess what kept you going throughout, I mean, all those like 5 a.m. workouts, all those tough times getting up, what 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 got you there? What got you where you are today? Oh, man, this is going to be a long answer. Um, that's, that's completely fine. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's, it's kind of a multitude of things really like first and foremost, like I understand that like I hold more than one life in my hands, so to speak. Right. Like I, there's this thing called RBI, which is returning baseball to inner cities. Right. It's ba it's basically like the, um, the little league world series in the way it's set up. Right. And I, and I play RBI with kids who come from like similar backgrounds than me. You know, like their their parents don't make a ton of money. Like, you know, they they like. All right, I can say like I never went to perfect game, never never played a perfect game. I I don't even know what WWBA stands for. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, right? Like I never did like any like real like showcase events or anything like that. I I went to one baseball camp. Wow, I went to one. Take a guess at what that camp was. Maryland baseball camp. Yep. <laughs> That's the one the one baseball camp my brother and I ever went to was a Maryland baseball camp. I like to think that worked out. <laughs> it was a, it was a sign. Right. So I, I, I like to think that I, you know, carry like the the aspirations of more than just me. You know, like I like to think that I'm like a, I'm more of like a like a like an ambassador of, of kids who who may not be able to may not be able to afford to go to showcase events and afford to go to like big name tournaments and afford to like be seen like get themselves seen in front of college coaches, but also show that you know we can. There are other players out here too. Like we can play too, right? And and I also think. In, in, in some regards, it was, it was, it was the fact that like, I didn't want to be left behind in a way, right? Like, you know, I, I, I wasn't really like the, the biggest name recruit in my recruit. There were three Under Armour All-Americans in my recruiting class. Wow. Right. From, There's three of them. Oh, at Maryland. Yep. At Maryland. There's oh, three wow. 
Got you. Right. So at, at the time, I like the only real like, I guess, uh, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Notoriety that I had coming in was the fact that my brother played here. Mm-hmm. Right. So in, in some regard, like I, I, I couldn't like stand with that. You know, that didn't sit right with me in a way that like, you know, I'm I'm just as good and just as capable of all these other kids like and I guess I guess I can say that at first it was kind of like it was kind of fear in a way like I did I I was scared to not be as good as them right so that's what made me like on off days like tomorrow like I'm gonna sleep in but I'm still gonna go to the field and get extra work in Mm mm-hmm Right. Like even like after practice, I'm still going to go like get extra work in after practice because like at the at when I first got here, it was more so like I was scared not to do it. Like I was scared that like if I didn't do it, then like I wouldn't be able to catch up to those kids. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of, but now like, you know, going to talk to my like psychologist and stuff where she is the most amazing human being in the world. Like that's turned more into like, you know drive of like a drive that like I can be as good as anybody else like all that other stuff like didn't matter like you know it's it's more so that like like I had a drive and like a mindset like to be able to learn like what works for me like how how I am able to be my best self and I know how to maximize that now so that that fear of not being good enough turned into like the motivation to like prove that I was good enough mm-hmm. and like a self-confidence and a self-confidence that like, you know, I can, like, I might not be as talented as anybody else, but like, like I'm not going to be outworked by anybody else. When, like what, around what age did you come to that realization that probably it, it, I honestly like the, 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 the um the winter before sophomore spring semester my sophomore spring semester literally right before the season mm-hmm. which and then look I go on to have even though it was a shortened season I feel like I would have c- continued doing the same thing because I found like it wasn't necessarily I changed anything in my swing it wasn't like any you know huge like mechanical you know changes it was a mindset change really. Mm-hmm. Right. I felt calm and comfortable on the box now. Right. Instead of instead of that, like that, like not nervousness, but that like anxiousness to like do something to like do something big to prove myself. Right. Like now it was more like, you know, like I'm just chilling in there now. Like I know like I know I'm good enough now. Mm-hmm. It's the confidence. Mm-hmm. Precisely. But yeah, I mean, those. You stay, You said even earlier in the podcast um, that you said that you got to the field early today and you stay at practice late. Like that, that definitely builds up. And that, I mean, definitely your coaches see that, but it, it matters. Those little things matter a lot in ev- almost every aspect of life. If you want to be good at something, then those hour before practice, hour after, whatever, they mean a lot. And exactly, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, though, naturally, by just, by doing that, you also become like a, a great leader too. Just you, your teammates see you, and like, yeah, they'll, they'll see you going early to practice, and it just it radiates throughout a team like that. And mm-hmm. they they see you like being successful. They're like, hey, 
maybe maybe that's how you do it so they start doing it too and yeah but yeah i mean was was it mostly your dad who was kind of like did they try to push you in any sport like you said you played football and basketball no man my 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 um my dad like let let up me and my brother play whatever we wanted growing up mm-hmm. you know like there were times when 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 baseball teams and basketball teams and football teams would would want us to play like want us to play and be and my dad be like no like you know it's 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 it, it, some basketball team would want us to play during the summer he'd be like no nah, it's baseball season hmm. you know like like my dad wanted us to play growing up. in fact i funnily enough like you know my brother almost went to navy to play football oh wow really Jeez. right like he almost went to navy to play football so like my dad was never the type of person to like push us in one sport. He just, you know, wanted us to be happy with what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Were you, uh, were you better than your brother? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, every, everybody likes to say so, but like, I, I definitely don't think so. Because, because like, you know, experience counts for something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, like you, no matter how good I get, like my brother will call me and teach and teach me something within like five minutes. Mm. that I just didn't know so or he'll or it'll be something that I'm that I'm trying to you know progress at or get better at that, that he'll explain to me in a way that I didn't think about it it'll make much more sense then so like he, no matter how much I you know progress as a player or a person like he still has like wisdom and experience over me and that definitely counts for something definitely um, I mean oh sorry Tina you got it I was yeah I was, I just had a, another question in mind um who um as a kid who who did you look up to and as an like what what athlete did you look up to it didn't have to be in baseball but it might be in baseball as a, as like your number one role model honestly LeBron James really right like interesting and and not in like not because of anything like athletic really like mm-hmm. Like he does a lot of stuff like off the court that like I feel like always gets overlooked by people. Like the man started an entire school. Oh yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like I feel like people don't like don't understand the scope of what that is. Like mm-hmm. he started a school. Right? So I've always been someone who who, you know, I say this all the time. Like baseball is more so just a means to an end for me. Like I, I want to, I want to, you know, do stuff for my community. I want to do stuff for other people, and 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 baseball is is has been a way. And I'm not saying I don't love playing baseball, but it's it's more so that like I can use baseball to do greater things. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, there, there's more, there's more to life than than hitting a curveball. Unfor- un, un, as, unfortunately, you know, like there's much more to life. Like, the the the, the oldest you can play baseball is probably like 40, 41. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the average human dies when they're 80. So what are you going to do for the next 40 years? Yeah. See, like, you know, there's like, I, I remember my, um, I remember my, my, my football coach at Gilman actually said that, you know, if he, if he ever finds out all we did in life was, was, you know, make some money and, 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 you know, have like a, like a notoriety as a person, he's, he's going to come fight us. 
Mm-hmm. Right. He said, like, you know, what what really matters in life is, you know, what kind of what kind of friend are you? What kind of husband are you? What kind of son are you? What kind of brother are you? Like, what did you do for other people? Right. Like that's like, you know, um, I like to think that like that's what leaving a legacy means. Like, what did you like? What did you do for other people? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, did- if you look at if you look at the the most memorable people in history like martin luther king i'll say i'll say martin luther king i'll say gandhi and i'll say i'm blank i'm blanking on this right now i would say lebron's up there like, 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 okay, yeah. let's go lebron then, yeah. right like, like <laughs> they they were they were great people in their own right right but what did they like look what they did for other people mm-hmm. see what i'm saying like they went and did stuff for other people. And that's why they're remembered. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I if I go and become first round pick and, and make some millions of dollars, right? I didn't really do much for other people, did I? Right? I didn't really do anything to, to be remembered for. I didn't really help anybody. Right. And 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 what and what and what kind of life is that? Mm-hmm. Right, like that seemed like a pretty empty life to me. That's a good right? point. Like, uh, again, like, like, or, 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 this is like, say, say, I, I'm and knock on wood for this, but like, if I'm ever <laughs> blessed enough to to sign a contract like Mike Trout, right, like a four hundred million dollar contract, mm. right, like, what are you gonna do with all that money? Like, 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 what, like, there's always something more to buy, right? Like, like, there's always a how a bigger house, a nicer car. You know, like a like, you know, you can always go on a better vacation. Like, yeah, there, there, there's more to life than just you know acquiring things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's more to life than than acquiring accolades. There's more to acquiring money or or notoriety and all that stuff. Like, what did you do for other people? That's all that matters. To mm-hmm. me. Yeah, material things are aren't truly fulfilling. Exactly, and they're and they're temporary. Mm-hmm. Like, Temporary thing, bro. Yeah. Fame, fame, and fortune are fake, and they fade. I like that. It's a good quote. It is. <laughs> right, like when you die, you can't really take anything with you. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when did you like? Maybe it was maybe middle school, maybe high school. When did you realize you were like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at this sport. Like I I have a chance to go somewhere. <laughs> I honestly, right? Like, this is gonna sound weird because, because, like, because, like, I don't, I guess I'm looking at this, like, you know, subjectively and instead of objectively, which, you know, my psychologist gets on me a lot for that. <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily think, like, I've never necessarily thought I was a great player, mm-hmm. right? I've never really thought that I was like a, like a, or a hard worker. Like, I don't think I'm a hard worker. Right. I, I I really think that the things that I do are what's necessary for what I want. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. like people people can and can give me like you know credit and 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 praise for getting extra work in, but if if I want to achieve the dream that I want, like I'm gonna have to do that. Like that's something yeah. necessary. Right. Like or or if I if I want to achieve this dream that I want, I'm going to have to perform. Right. Yeah, you like, got to earn it. 
Mm-hmm. You got to earn it, right? Like, like I don't necessarily think I'm – I don't – think like i i don't like to think i'm a great player because like that's when you get like complacent and complacency is never good but mm-hmm. like i don't think i'm a hard worker because like i feel like i do what's necessary for what i want right there's a there where's the book oh there it is where's the book <laughs> right there's this book my my coach had me read right and it's called it takes what it takes right so the book is i i read this while i was home right and and the the point of the book was that Right. Like you don't necessarily have a choice if you really want something. Right. Like if you want to get an A on a test, you don't necessarily have a choice whether you want to study for that test or not. Right. Yeah. Because if you want to get an A, it's necessary to study. You have to. Yeah. Right. Like like if I and so I, I apply that idea to like, you know, baseball. Right. Like if I want to be a major league player. Like there are certain things that I just have to do, right? Like I, I'm going to have to perform, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to have, I'm going to have to be able to go and get extra work in and like understand like, like what it is that I do good and maximize that, right? Like there are certain things I just have to do. And, and as much as it seems unfair and as much as it seems like it sucks, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I hope whoever's listening is taking notes right now, because this is this is this is wisdom right here, Max. Yeah, it really is. Right, like, uh, honestly, though, like, like, and, and, and think about it, like in any single thing you want to do, right? Anything, literally anything in the world, right? Say you want to be a doctor. Say you want to be a firefighter. Say you want to be the president of the United States. There's, first of all, there's no, there's not even a guarantee that those things are going to happen, one, right? So if you want to do those things, if you want to give yourself a chance to do those things, there's this certain aspects that can't be, can't be overlooked, right? Like if you want to be a firefighter, you're going to have to steal your resolve to be able to handle yourself under pressure. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go work out so, so you know that like in any situation, like, you know, you can keep your, you, you can keep your, you know, your mental state and your physical state in check. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a doctor, you're going to have to learn how to, you're going to have to learn how to work under pressure. Right. Cause it, when you're, when you have a child on you, that that's dying, right. You're going to have to be able to, you know, to stay calm so you can save their life. Right. There's just certain things that like, you're going to have to learn how to do for anything you want. Mm-hmm. You and that's just is what it is. Yeah, you're required out of yourself. And once you get to learn those things, you learn those better than the back of your hands. So exactly. Hmm. Um. Wow. That was. That was awesome. <laughs> so I'm not exact. I'm not exactly sure because of COVID. If usually it's June, the draft is in June. Um, you're a junior, so you're eligible. How does it make you feel that like? I'm sure like the draft day is the day you've been working for, for most of your life, most of your life. How does it make you feel that? I mean, like this day is almost, you know, I, I, people ask me that a lot. Right. And I feel like I always give kind of like the, the same answer every time. Like I gave this answer when, when people asked me about, um, when people asked me about winning freshman, the freshman of the year thing, Mm -hmm. I gave this answer when people, you know, you know, asked me about like what's it like being like an all-american and or and what's it like you know 
like hell this week i got nominated for the uh, the golden spikes award which which you know was just the most like that i felt like i was floating that day congratulations man it, it doesn't it it doesn't feel real sometimes right like like it, it and it's weird because like like obviously it's in front of me right mm-hmm. but when 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 i was you know working out with my my brother and dad and it was negative three degrees outside right like i kind of told myself like you know like you know this is going to be worse this is going to be worth it one day right or you know when when i was in high school and i was waking up like at 6 a.m on the morning before games to get some hitting in right i told myself it'll be worth it right whenever i go out and and do extra work i always tell myself like this is going to be worth it right Mm. but it's funny because like you tell yourself that so you go and do it to be honest Mm. right like and 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 sometimes it, it feels weird that like this is actually working right like like in in a sense that like in a sense that like i told myself that but like a small part of me didn't actually think like it was going to work right like yeah. it, it's weird right it's mm-hmm. it, it's weird to to be getting these awards and accolades sometimes because you know there there are kids that that i kind of like in 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 a, in a, in a, i guess the best way to say it is like you know follow them and like look up to them Right. Like mm-hmm. that were in my, that were in my, you know, like in my like graduating class, the class of 2018. Right. And it feels weird to be to be told that, like, I'm better than those kids now. Like there are people out there who would say that I'm better than them, because like in some ways, like there are kids that were like perfect game All-Americans, Under Armour All-Americans that I still go and look at what they do mm-hmm. and t- to see like what they do well. So I can try that for myself. Right. Like. There, there are kids that go to like Texas, Alabama, Florida, um, Arkansas, Oregon State, UCLA. That like that I watched their game to see like well you know what did they well what do you do what do you, <laughs> what do they do well right that I can try to add into my game mm-hmm. right and then like I'm there are people out there who would tell me that oh you're better than them right and, and I guess in I guess in in some ways like you know. I don't believe it and because subconsciously, like, you know, I don't like kind of like I said earlier in the interview, like I don't want to become complacent. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I like to think that, you know, you can always grow. You can always progress in like who you are, like in anything you do. Definitely. And, right. Uh, so, like I like that. I think that, you know, if, if anything, like I feel like that's like something that helps me. Right. You know, it's, it's something that like, you know, helps me like keep you know, myself grounded in a way, you know, like make sure like, you know, I never get, I never get complacent. I never get like, okay with where I am. Never get like too cocky. Never mm-hmm. get like ego, never get that ego up. Exactly. And I mean, I can definitely tell by that a hundred percent. Like speaking of the, about those accolades, like how, how do you stay within yourself? How do you ha- like, how do you handle that? Does it put pressure on you? I, I, my, my, my hitting coach who who I, I jokingly call my dad sometimes. <laughs> he I he's he always says that that to be at peace you need to be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. however whatever I did to get here, right? I gotta keep doing hell. Our our the coach Vaughn, right? He has this thing called is 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 chop wood carry water. 
What does that mean? Right. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, I have it written on my on my mirror over there. Right. And the 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 term comes from like samurai lore, right? And the, the full quote is like before enlightenment, chop wood carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood carry water. Like whatever it was to get you to a good place, whatever mm. it was to to get you to a, a place of like enlightenment, you need to keep doing those things. Wow. I've never heard that before. That's awesome. Right. And I took that to heart. Right. So, you know, like I like writing poetry. So like I just sit down and write sometimes. I really, really like anime. So like, bro, like I'll sit down and just watch anime with like other kids and stuff. Like I, I don't I don't necessarily like I said before, I don't necessarily think I'm a great person. I'm a great player or a great person. I just think I'm me. Mm hmm. Right. Because I feel like once I once you start getting out into your mind, like you're a great person, you're a great player, yada, yada. Like you start to try to live up to those things. Like you start to try to be something that you might not be. Right. Like I, I don't like I think I'm just me. Mm -hmm. Like I don't necessarily think I'm a great human being. I don't necessarily think I'm a great player. I just do what I do. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's all you can do in the end. Just be yourself yeah. like. And I mean, I know it's tough as, I mean, I don't really, I don't know how hard it is to play and, and with all that pressure on, but like, it's, it is tough. It's tough to live up to those expectations that everybody has. And that's good. I'm glad that you have kind of a way to stay within yourself and kind of not, not ignore those like expectations, but I guess just ultimately live up to them. And it's cool to see that. I think it's also the fact that I'm blessed to be surrounded by like a good nucleus of people too. Mm -hmm. Like, like my best friend in the whole world plays defensive end for Stanford, right? Starting mm -hmm. defensive end for their football. Wow. He'll call me. He'll call me sometimes just to make jokes about me. <laughs> like he, like when they, um, <laughs> when, when, <laughs> When um when they sometimes when they when they post like the photos of me like on the on the Instagram page talking about some some accolade I got he'll call me just to make jokes about how ugly I look, <laughs> right? And, and that's my guy right there. Or, you know, I I'm I, I'm blessed to say that like I'm surrounded by people who will let me be me, mm -hmm. right? Like my my really good friends from high school I still talk to all of them, right? Like they they treat me like they don't treat me like I'm some like I'm some celebrity or something. They treat me like I'm a human being, right? My parents like when my parents when my mom and dad call me they don't even ask me about baseball. <laughs> they just ask me like how I'm doing, like how's class is going, are you sleeping, are you eating enough? Like they talk to me like I'm a human being, mm -hmm. right? And I, mean, I feel like that's I feel like that's something too right there that like that helps me because it, it makes me really keep me in a state of mind that like, there's more to life than just baseball. Yeah. I was just going to say that I was going to bring that kind of full right, circle. Like my, my, yeah. they, they make me real. Like, like I could be happy and successful without, without baseball. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's something that that's all. And honestly, that's something else that kind of helps me realize, you know, be able to, you know, handle pressure to be able to handle like the expectations of people because mm -hmm. It took me, it took me, like I said, like it took me all the way to the start before the sophomore year of the season, right? But I came to realize that like I could be happy and successful and live a great life without playing baseball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
right? And it kind of made me start enjoy playing baseball because now I know that like like if I could be okay with without this and I still enjoy doing that, then why not just go all out with it then? Like just enjoy it while I have it. Mm-hmm. One of the one like one of the most important things I actually just learned recently to like having a good head on your shoulders is and you're you're you've been showing it throughout this whole interview is like having gratitude for the things that you know got to got you where you want to be and just always you know reminding yourself of that which you just did like just a second ago talking about your friends and your family it's so important and I, i'm really happy to just have learned that and it seems like it seems like you've known that for a while mm-hmm. yeah i agree like whenever stuff kind of just when you feel when you feel depressed when you feel down you think of the good things like that what you just said exactly. tino and then you you're like you know what it could be worse and it's not that bad so exactly especially with a game like baseball What's yeah <laughs> we're not even gonna, we're not even gonna get into that <laughs> <laughs> like, especially with a game like baseball yeah man it's tough yeah yeah bro. like i like i always say like i'm just me like i don't think i'm better than anybody else mm-hmm Evan, so you silly question. Um, so, did you grow up an O's fan? But you, you grew I up did. in Baltimore. My, my earliest memories are are sitting in the upper decks of Camden Yards, watching Miguel Tejada, Melvin, nice. and like Rafael Palmero. Nice. Right. So yeah, like I would say I'm an Orioles fan. Like, bro, I would cry if I got drafted by the Orioles. Bro. I would. <laughs> I would cry tears of joy. Well, we got three out of the five AL East uh, fans in this yeah. Zoom call. Dino's a Yankees fan. I'm a Rays fan, and you're an O's fan. So there we go. Well, what, so if 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 you're not playing baseball, what are you doing? Like, what are some of your other hobbies? You said you like anime. You said like writing poems. I would. I would be. I would, I'm studying to be a mental therapist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I seem to be. I seem to have a gift to be able to connect with people. I'm not surprised at all based on this spot. I, seem, I, seem, <laughs> I, seem to, I seem to be able to be good at like connecting with people and like, and getting them to open up. And like, I seem to be like, you know, have a gift for like being able to, to hear what people say between their words. Mm-hmm. If you, if you get what I mean by that, like mm-hmm. in the sense of like, I can, I can kind of like hear what's like, what's really bothering people. Even if like, you know, they say like, Oh, I'm just like, you know, I'm just upset because like I got, I did bad on a test or like, I'm just upset because like, you know, I, I, I have like, I've been feeling not good enough recently. Mm-hmm. Right. Being able to like sit down and like, for some people, for some reason, people, people seem to be, be easy to opening up to me. So why not, why not try to do something good with it? You yeah. know? <laughs> and talk about helping do, people. Do something good with it. Talk about helping a lot of people too. That would, mm-hmm. I mean, that would help a ton of people get out of some just sad times, I guess. And yeah. so, yeah. who who do you think your like, and who do you think your favorite O's player is of all time? Oh goodness gracious! Ah, uh, Chris Davis. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I would have. I might have to say Adam Jones. Oh. Good Am one. I gonna say Adam Jones? I don't. I, I, man, this is a that's a hard that's a hard one. That's a really hard one right there. But I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with Adam Jones for that one. Nice, he's a legend. I'll never forget when he robbed that. I think it was Manny Chato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wearing the WBC. That was an amazing moment. Yeah, that was. I remember that too. That mm-hmm. was awesome. 
Um, yeah, and that's about. I mean, do you have anything anything else, Tina? Uh, no. Uh, I I got all my my questions in that I wanted. It was awesome. I did, I did. That was yeah. That was awesome. Uh, a lot of good quotes there. I don't know which one we're gonna use to uh, promote <laughs> this, but that was awesome. Yeah, Max, Max, sorry, Maxwell. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time to um to do this. We really appreciate it. I know it was kind of tough uh, scheduling this, but um, no, that's just the way make, it is. You make, you make time for the things that you that are important to you. Yeah, and that's and it sucks. I'm sorry. Like I wish we could have been doing this in person, but obviously with it is what it is. It, uh, obviously with our current situation, that's not possible, but. It's very successful anyways, and thank you for joining us. Um, hope you, I give best of luck to you guys during the season. I hope we can come to some games. Thank you. And, yeah, go Terps. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Stay safe and healthy. Cool. Good luck, Max.